Good evening. I just have a, uh, I want to talk about a couple of things today. It's, um, you know, uh, some things that came up, and I just want to uh, throw some things out there and really just um, talk about them for a moment. Um, you know, one of them, we, we are at, at war in this country. I'll wait till um, some more people come on. I am uh, trying to navigate through uh, the, the Facebook banning, the Facebook shadow bans and things like that. So now I'm waiting um, to see how many people get notified or notifications that I am live. And uh, I'm gonna have to do it this way because Facebook is not cooperating. They sort of jam me up a lot. And of course, people know that, um, that follow me. So just come on in, welcome. I have to uh, check out some stuff here because they never let, let my, I always have to change my privacy settings, you know, on this and uh, because Facebook locks it up for me. So, um, but here we are. Hey, so a couple of things. Uh, thanks for everybody tuning in, first of all. Uh, you know, I try to do this on, uh, I really I try to do it maybe weekly, sometimes daily, just depends on what's going on. A lot of stuff going on. Hey, Crystal, tell a joke, kill some time. <laughs> I wish it was a lot to uh, joke about. Hey, Derek, what's happening? From Alabama, wow. All right, man, truck convoy coming here, yet I'm ready, screw the mandates, no doubt. Hey man, thanks for tuning in from Alabama. Um, a couple of things uh, happened uh, over over the past couple of days, really. That you know, I saw the uh, deputy AG for the state of Virginia. Her name is Monique Miles. Was basically, I guess, forced to resign um, over basically is her freedom of speech. No, so that's one thing I wanted, I wanted to talk about. Hey, Martin, definitely, without no doubt, man. Uh, so, so I definitely want to talk about that is that, uh, you know, she made some posts, I guess. I'm, I'm going to share my screen here with you, and, and, and we're just going to go down this Newsmax article for a second, okay? We're going to go down this Newsmax article, and... Uh, all right, and so in, in this article, um, because there were two different things, I think um, the prior day, uh, the, I guess it was a spokesman for the AG, Jason Meares, came out and said that um, the, the lady had resigned and that was pretty much it, you know, nothing else was happening. So then we see this and see this Newsmax. I knew it had to be something else because uh, she had just got into office. Why would she resign? <clears throat> um, she's a, a black female Republican, Asiatic female Republican for my um, more brothers and sisters. And so I read this yesterday and it says the Virginia deputy AG denies claim that she resigned over internet posts. 
All right, so, um, you know, as we read down, uh, they say that she denied a report in the Washington Post. And for all you people that really don't know, the Washington Post is the liberal media's hit piece in D.C. They've written hit piece on hit pieces on me. They try to prop up the Democrat candidates. They try to prop up uh, my candidate against me because they know that I'm the threat to the Democrat um, incumbent in the second district. So they run hit pieces on me, and and I guess they uh, ran a hit piece, well, basically an incorrect piece on Thursday that she had resigned over posts made to a personal personal media account, uh, which questioned the 2020 election results and offered support to the protesters who took part in Jan 6, 2021. Um, and, and she said, I haven't resigned. They asked for it. So which means that they basically told her, resign or you're fired or you're terminated. So last, in 2020, when I ran, I told people that our First Amendment rights were under attack. Our Second Amendment rights were under blatant attack at that time, so no one really paid attention to what was happening to our First Amendment rights. Yeah seems like, except me, because I put it out there. And it seems like that we can no longer voice our opinion. We can no longer, I mean, by the way, I'm banned off Twitter for uh, my personal um, opinion and in, in, in my First Amendment rights. I'm banned off Twitter. Um, Hey, Monique, uh, since you're an attorney, maybe I can use you as my attorney to, to sue Twitter. <laughs> we both can sue Twitter. How about that? Um, but our First Amendment rights are under attack. And our leadership, our the, the people that are supposed to be protecting our constitutional rights are caving to the left. They're caving into this societal cancel culture of people that may have a different opinion than them. And unfortunately, this is what happened with Deputy Attorney General Monique Miles, it seems, allegedly, um, because she denied it here in this post that she did not resign the acts for it. And if you go down this article, basically, no, it says after being resigned, she was told that it was a lot to process and take the afternoon to consider her options. So what are her options? What were her options? Um, resign or quit? Resign or be terminated, basically, actually. And of course, you know, they say this BS answer, and this is always a, a catch-all, you know, to why she was terminated or resigned since they asked for it. She didn't resign, they asked for her to. And so uh, the, the Office of the Attorney General has parted ways with Miles for lack of transparency during her initial interviews for the position. I'm not sure what that lack of transparency was. I'm not sure uh, what questions she was, she was asked. So I'm not gonna get into that, but it seems as though it had something to do with 
her freedom of speech and what she feels happened on January 6th and what she feels happened and happening in this country with our free speech. And it seems like the Attorney General's office has canceled one of their own for their free speech. The Attorney General of Virginia and Attorney General all around this nation are supposed to be standing up for the Constitution. He swore an oath. He swore an oath. And if this lack of transparency, because she may not, and I don't know, because she may not have said anything about that. I don't know if the questions were asked or whatever. But it would seem like that since he swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, then regardless of if his office wanted to take some heat about it or if his office wanted any controversy about it, his job was to stand up and support someone that he put on his staff, his worker, to support her First Amendment right, to stand up for his oath of the Constitution. The First Amendment is in the Constitution. So regardless of how much heat his office may be taking from her being there, how much controversy, that's his job. And as, as we go down, uh, we, um, one of the posts, I guess it says that the post quarter from January 6th reads, newsflash, news patriots have stormed the Capitol. No surprise, the deep state has awoken the sleeping giant. Patriots are not taking this lying down. We are awake, ready, and will fight for our rights by any means necessary. That's a person that's standing up for the Constitution of the United States. That sounds like a person to me that's standing up for Americans. And she says, for me to be single out is really upsetting. She suggested that the publication of her posts were intended to publicly ridicule her. Yeah, I'm sure, because that's what the left does. That, that's what Democrats do when they are up against the wall. I, I try to tell Republicans all the time, and, and you, we can see this. Democrats play for keeps. This is a blood sport. I don't know how many times I have to say this. This is a blood sport. It is about keeping power. They will come after you and keep coming after you and keep coming after you, but you have to stand up for yourself. We have to stand strong as Republicans. And you see weak need Republicans always cave to the left. Moderate Republicans always cave to the left. And people don't like for me to say this, but rhinos always cave to the left. How do I know that? I'll come back to this in a minute. I'm going to pop up another article, and this is something. It sort of ties into this. You know, it's, it's sort of you know, it's sort of crazy. I mean, I'm, I wonder, did this have something to do with Miyarez's office giving her an ultimatum to quit or be terminated, to resign or be terminated? Because on January 11th, I believe this happened on yesterday. And this is the Gateway Pundit. It says weak GOP House leader McCarthy just hap so happens to be the person that has endorsed my opponent in this race. 
my moderate opponent. Moderate equals rhino. Moderate equals weak need Republicans who cave to the left, who cave to the agenda of the left, who cave to bad articles written about them because they don't want the controversy, they don't want the heat because they only want what's best for them. It says McCarthy shows his true colors, sides with McConnell and Democrats, caused January 6th a violent insurrection. Well, you know what, let me tell you this. If January 6th was a violent insurrection, then I am a white man. And you see how silly that is because I'm definitely not white. These people in this country don't understand what an insurrection is. Because if what happened all during President Trump's presidency with the city of Chaz in Seattle, the burnings of buildings by Antifa and BLM, the burning of police stations, all of the riots and the violence, the breaking ins of buildings, the looting and the rioting of buildings. And yes, they had weapons down in Seattle in the city of Chaz and they kept police out. It was the spring of love or whatever that crazy mayor was saying. That was more of an insurrection than January 6th. No patriot there had a weapon, had a gun, had a firearm. And truthfully, you cannot have a violent insurrection, as they call it, without weapons, without guns. There's, you can't. They didn't even have clubs. They didn't have bricks like Antifa and BLM. They had bricks put strategically into cities to where they can use them. That was more insurrectionary than January 6th. So, and, I, and I'm going to go go down this Gateway Pundit article because I wholeheartedly agree with this. I have, I'm on the record saying that when I'm in Congress, I will not vote for Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. And that's probably why um, he and others like him have come out and um, endorsed my opponent because she's already publicly kissed the Kevin McCarthy ring. She would definitely be the Kevin McCarthy puppet, just like Elaine Luria is the puppet of Nancy Pelosi. It won't change. The only thing will change is the D or the R. This is the uniparty, make no mistake about it. The Democrats and all moderate Republicans are the uniparty, like Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Kevin McCarthy told Sean Hannity on Fox News that, that the Clinton investigation on Benghazi was a political moved by Republicans in Congress. What happened in Benghazi, someone, people should have went to jail for that. What happened in Afghanistan, people should have went to jail for that. Hillary Clinton should be in jail for the debacle in Benghazi that left four Americans dead, that left those people to die. But I won't get into his personal life living with the guy or whatever, but you know, it's no surprise that uh Kevin McCarthy is the GOP elites, GOP elites choice, the moderates, the rhinos for Speaker of the House. So on Thursday, McCarthy described the January 6th protest as a violent insurrection, and I am a white man. 
House Republican Kevin McCarthy conceded that January 6th was a violent insurrection, saying he agreed with Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's description of that day. No one would disagree with that, McCarthy told reporters on Capitol Hill on Wednesday. His clarification comes after McCarthy was mocked by Democrats for walking away from an NBC news reporter who was asking him about the RNC center of Adam Rhino Kissinger and Liz Rhino Cheney for serving on the committee investigating the insurrection, which is a farce, which is a witch hunt that my opponent, Elaine Luria, sits on as well. Now, for the people that broke into, well, actually, you know, you, you see a scene where people are breaking into, and you also see scenes where they were let in. And reports are coming out that it was more of a setup than anything. And reports are, more reports are coming out about what the Capitol Police did. But this um, January 6th commission is, is, is part to squash that, is meant to try to squash that as much as possible as well. But, you know, I, I, you know, I can't understand why I'm going to stop sharing my screen screen here in a minute. But, um, and also McCarthy never spoke out about the stolen election. He vetoed to certify the 2020 election for Joe Biden while ignoring buckets of reported fraud that we see coming out every day. And he has never acknowledged for Trump Four Trump supporters were killed that day, at least two by Capitol Police. And you're going to see, um, you're going to start to see reports about a young lady that was murdered by Capitol Police. Her name was Roseanne. I can't think of her last name right now, but her, her name was Roseanne. You're going to start hearing reports about that um, as well. I've, I've known about that for a few months now, but I just haven't reported on that because investigations were still going on. But I'm going to... Um, Stop this screen share for a minute. So, as you see, we have traitors in, in, in our highest levels of government. You know, I've had a person that was recently elected because I mentioned that Joe McCarthy was right about communism. Joe McCarthy was a racist. We all know that. We know Joe McCarthy was a racist, but Joe McCarthy was correct about the communism rearing his head and infiltrating the highest levels of government. And we are here. We are here. And like I said, what happened to Deputy AG Monique Miles was a travesty. And all patriots and all conservatives should be demanding that she gets her job back from Jason Meares. We should be demanding that he stand and support her First Amendment rights. She may not even want to go back. I'm not sure what she wants to do yet. But in short, we all should be demanding that he stands up for her First Amendment right and reinstate her in that job immediately immediately if she wants it. We Asiatic conservatives, so supposed black conservatives have the hardest job in the world. And that's being a black conservative or Asiatic conservative because we get it from the Democrats 
we have white racist liberals attack us. We have black liberals allow it to happen. They co-sign off of it. If blacks would stop and Asiatics would stop co-signing off these white white racist liberal attacks upon black conservatives, it would cease. And then we still have to fight the establishment. We have to fight the right side that wants their own, the people that they can control into office. This is why they don't want me because they cannot control me. They know I am uncontrollable. They know that I am America first. I am people first, I'm constitution first. And they can't have that because as you see, they need people that give up their rights easily. You see what happened during this COVID. PSYOP is what I call it. No one's saying COVID wasn't real because yeah, it, it was real. But it was not as dangerous to shut down the country for it or impose mandates, illegal unconstitutional mandates for it as well. So, you know, I want to play something for you all before I go, um, because that's really, really um, what I wanted to say is that um, we have to stand up for our rights. And, 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 and that's not just us as individuals, but collectively as people, we need to stand up for our rights. And I cannot get back to, man, this is insane. Um, I'm gonna get back. We have to stand up for everyone, all rights, all people. And it's, I wanted to play this one video for you. It was a little long, I had posted it. Um, and let me see if I can find it um, and then post it. But it's dead on, it's spot on. This lady was spot on. Uh, um, my entire feed is being slowed down right now. I just wanna let you know I'm trying to actually get into um, into my main account so I can play this video because it's it's inspiring. The video is very inspiring. The video is what um, I believe America is uh, definitely undergoing the what we call the Great Awakening. And we need this, and, I, and I'm glad that I saw this video earlier, and I'm glad that uh, I was able to to post the video. Um, if Facebook hasn't taken it down uh, because they have a, a issue of um, slowing. Okay, here it is, right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you all here in a second. I'm gonna share my screen. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it, and uh, and and I just want you all to listen to this because this is definitely the Great Awakening right now and uh and we need this and everyone needs to come together because our very way of life the life of our children and the life of our grandchildren are at stake our very freedoms are being taken away by the uniparty the democrats and the so-called weak need republicans that are not standing up for our rights that are not standing up for the constitution and so I'm gonna share this real quick. Okay, so you guys just listen. 
to this, then uh, we'll be out here shortly, okay? How you doing out there? Yeah. Uncomfortable yet? Good. Great. I want everyone to understand, and as much as that was a little out of protocol, what this young man just said a little while ago, I appreciate his enthusiasm and his passion because we need to leave this place empowered. You understand? It's not good enough to just come here and listen to speeches and go back home and get comfortable again. There, we are at war. We are at war for our families, our children, our lives. The 14th Amendment gives us due process. It guarantees us equal protection under the law. So why in the world are the unvaccinated being treated differently than the vaccinated? It is the new segregation. It is the new discrimination. And we have to stop it. Government for the people, by the people, will not be destroyed. We have to recognize our power. We are magistrates. What is happening here today, what is happening around our state and in our city, is people are invoking the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. And most of you probably don't even understand what that is. And don't even understand what I'm talking about. Well, the doctrine of the lesser magistrates is the doctrine upon which this country was founded. It is the basis of the 10th Amendment, which says that any authority that is not given to the federal government is reserved to the state. And if our local leaders fail to protect its citizens and fails to step between a tyrannical federal government and its citizens, fails to protect the rights of its citizens, then those rights and authority is extended and given to the people. We, the people, is how the Constitution starts. A magistrate is a person that operates under authority. They have power. There are higher magistrates and there are lesser magistrates. The founding fathers of this country understood that there's going to come a point in time where the federal government will need to be checked. If not, they will become tyrants. And that is what's happening now. So, the Declaration of Independence says that everyone, by virtue of being a human being, has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The federal government, too, the federal government, their purpose is to protect the rights of those citizens, the rights of us to our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. The third point of that document is if they fail to protect its citizens and enforce those rights, the citizens have a right to revolt. Do you understand? We have a right to resist, and we have an obligation and a duty to do so. Do you understand? Do you understand what it says? A duty to step between a tyrannical government and its laws? They are coming for our children. We cannot sit down. Every great leader knows, every one of them, even the bad ones know, that if you want to affect the country, you go for its children. When in the world do we start using children as bulletproof vests for us? When in the world do we start testing things on children? It comes to us first. And when you come for our children, you have started a war. And they have declared war. And we are answering. 
feed you. Each one, reach one, and teach one. Do you understand? As a magistrate in this country, the United States government, our government, our local leaders have to answer to us. The Ninth Amendment says that any rights that are not enumerated in the Constitution are reserved for the people. So I don't want to hear that mandates are not enumerated in the Constitution. Because for the fact that it's not enumerated means that that authority and those rights go to us. And so everyone, every one of these mandates are illegal. Every single one of them. Under that 14th Amendment, due process and rights to equal protection is the right to protect my body. When you want to, when you want to push something into my body against my consent, without my consent, it is rape. And this is medical rape. When you want to take my children into a room and give them a snicker bar and some damn fries and talk about come get this vaccine, it is tantamount to kidnapping. That's what it is. You don't have control of my children. You don't have control of me. They shut our doors and try to give us God Fauci. To hell with Fauci. The churches are surrendering their pulpit to the demonic hustle. I'm not coming to your church. You're not getting my tithe. Are you crazy? Take your children out of school. I'm a former educator of 24 years. They stopped teaching them years ago. You just didn't know. You just didn't know. Education went to hell years ago. They taught them compliance. They stopped teaching them to think. Analytical thought went out the window with state exams. Those state exams are just being used to track your children, to determine who's going to college, to train them, to support this God-forsaken system, or the rest that goes elsewhere. They have pushed us into prison. I don't care how you look at it. If you're in corporate America, you're in prison by your lifestyle. If you're in the government, you're in prison by your job with good benefits. You understand? If you are on subsidy, you're in prison by their benefits. We have to get out their system, pull yourself out, pull your dollars out, and level it. All they care about is money. And you can see it with the flip-flopping of the guidelines and of the requirements. And who's at work? And who's not at work? And who, what court says this? And another court says that. We have to hold them all accountable. They want to rewrite the Constitution? I'm ready with my pen. Because there's some changes that needs to be made in this country. So they better be careful who they pull to the table. They better be careful what table is spread. Because I got some ideas, and I'm sure everybody here does too. No time to be comfortable. We have to fight. Every authority in this country, in this world, our laws were written and authority is delegated by God Almighty. When the laws of this country violate and go against and contradict the laws of God, then that government has become tyrannical. They have to be, they have to be overthrown. We have to revolt. 
we have to resist and do anything we can to protect our freedoms. And we must be involved. We must be informed. And we must be motivated to act. And we must act. Teach your children. Get them involved so they can stand. So that when someone approaches them, they can stand and know what they're talking about. You understand me? If educate yourself so that you know how to resist. They are trying to make these mandates into laws because by the 13th Amendment, if it becomes a law and we break it, we become involuntary servants. We become slaves. They are turning our country into one massive, huge slave ship. And I don't know about you, but I'm not signing up for that cruise line. Don't fight your neighbors. Don't fight your family members that are vaccinated and want to fight you. Walk away in peace. Try to educate them. And if they resist, leave them. Right. Unfortunately, in every war, there will be casualties. Yeah. And a lot of times, they will be people that we love. Yeah. So be it. It is what it is. It is what it is. You love them from a distance. You pray for them and you hope that they come over and wake up. But if they don't, we don't have time. We don't have time. So, so we are at battle. We are in a war, and we have to keep going. We have to be uncomfortable and be comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have to stand, and we are given a charge to fight for your family, fight for your homes, fight for your brothers, fight for your sisters. Because my God said, pursue the invading army. Because if you pursue them, you will recover. If we back up, we won't. These are uncircumcised Philistines. They cannot stand against the army of the living God. We are the armies of the living God. Know who you are and who you are. Go back to your neighborhood and fight. We are magistrates. Let me hear you. We are magistrates. We are magistrates. Stand between an unjust government and its laws. God bless you. God bless these United States of America. Boom. Flat out. Boom. There you go. There you go. Hopefully you all heard that. Hopefully you all heard that speech. Very, very powerful speech. And I'm going to end with that. Um, but um, June 21st, 2022, we have some choices to make. Okay. Are we going to keep electing people that like Kevin McCarthy and those that he endorse weak Republicans that will not support the Constitution of the United States and will not protect the people? Or will we elect America first candidates that will fight right alongside that lady you just saw? And that's me, 2022. So. Um, if you've been here for the first time, I'm going to throw this up. This is my website. You can go to the website, um, JeromeBellforCongress.com. Help out, donate, uh, because they, they're pumping a lot of money into her campaign. They're trying to resurrect her uh, because they know um, that she's in trouble. They know that she's in trouble, and, and we're going to have to uh, take this all the way to uh, June 20, 21st. They're not going to allow me to win, okay? They're not going to allow me to win. And so uh, if you're interested, uh, there's my political director's email. 
send her an email, let her know you're interested in volunteering. But a great day coming out. We're in the middle of our petition signing uh, events now. And so get out there, sign a petition. If you haven't signed one of my petitions yet to make sure I get on the ballot, get out there and sign them. And um, and I'm just gonna go on these comments for a second because I know I was playing a bunch of stuff. So but hopefully you all heard that and I appreciate it. Everything uh, is good. Hey, Walter, what's up, brother? Uh, Debbie, hey, Debbie. Uh, yep, I have, I have Debbie. Uh, but like I say, we need to demand, if you are a patriot, call the AG's office and demand that Monique Miles be reinstated immediately and that he protect her First Amendment rights against whatever challenges he may face. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. January 6th was definitely a peaceful demonstration. It was not a insurrection. Thanks, Dean. Uh, Christo, da, 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 da. All right. Mike, what's up, Mike? How you doing? Uh, Lori, hey, Lori, how are you? Definitely unacceptable. Hey, Jonathan, what's going on, brother? Oh, got a notification. What was that? Uh, 21 minutes, 21 minutes into the broadcast. Uh, Jonathan got a not notification. So uh, thank you, Lori. Okay, so uh, put the word out, guys. Everybody come out, man, and, and, and we have to fight for this country, okay? We definitely have to fight for this country. Hey, Patty Lyman. It is a discussion. I, I You're just late, Patty. I mean, unfortunately, you got the uh, <laughs> unfortunately you got the uh, notification late. But I opened up with Monique. I opened up with the discussion about about Monique and um and so uh, and that how she should be reinstated. How I feel that she was unjustly terminated or forced to resign for her free speech. And our AG needs to um, abide by and um, own up and and respect his oath. Okay, he needs to live up to his oath. And his oath is to protect the Constitution of the United States of America against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And in that Constitution is the First Amendment. So need to get back um, in that. So hey, hey, glad you tuned in, uh, Patty. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, Mary, no doubt. Um, keep showing up. So hey, y'all be cool. Y'all be y'all be good. Come out. Uh, keep pressing them. And uh, we need people in office that will fight. We don't need people that will capitulate to the left. We don't need people that will cave to the left. We don't need people that's gonna go to DC and kiss anybody's ring. And I'll say ring to, to, to keep it clean. And we don't need any more puppets. We need fighters. Because like, like that young lady said, like I've been saying, we are in a war. We're in a war. And you know, un unfortunately, it's time to wake up and, and, and know where we are, okay? So you guys have an enjoyable weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl tomorrow. I'm pulling for Cincinnati because, you know, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan. They are in Ohio, so bring the Super Bowl back to the state of Ohio where I was born and raised, and uh, and I appreciate it. And uh, watch Ukraine, by the way. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> it's definitely getting harder. Hey, but um, here we go. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Later. Share this video. Make sure you get out, okay? Later. Thank you.